Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Today on the podcast, we are discussing a topic that it hits close to home because this is one that I actually asked myself I mean, two weeks ago, and I knew the, the all the principles that we're going to talk about today, but man, there was a serious tension in me where I was saying, man, I know what I probably should do, but I don't, I mean, I really want to do this. And so I'm going to kind of pitch it to you, Julie. Tell us a little bit about what we're talking about today and get us started. I'll do it. Today we're talking about if we should allow someone to join our D group after it starts. Yes, that's been my, that was my intention two weeks ago. And so I'm excited for this episode. Yeah. Maybe I can learn something along the way. <laughs> exactly. I, I think it's a great question. And I think it's, it's one that, that we struggle with from time to time. And what we want to do is we don't want to set hard, fast rules. We just want to help mm. give guidelines, principles that may help you in thinking through um, if this is a good idea or not. Because right. you may find yourself in it. I think we all, I have too, uh, yeah. in the past, should I? Um, so I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> if someone asked to join your D group that had been going for several months, would you allow them to join and why? Or why not? That's a mouthful. <laughs> That's can you right. go for it? I can go for it. Okay. okay. This hypothetical situation yeah. that is actually a real scenario. <laughs> um, yes, that actually two weeks ago. And again, I, I, that's a great um problem to have right. because that means that you have people that want to grow. They want to get in discipleship. That means that you have relationships there with people that, um, man, you've built enough relationship in that they that you can invest in their life. And so right. it's a great scenario to be in. And so I want to, I want to first just start with that. It's, it's a great place to be, but where I get in this tension is, man, do I let this person come into the group? Because it's been, for us, we were going six or seven months in, and we've talked about this before. Time builds trust, which builds transparency, which leads to transformation. Yeah. You know, those four T's, right? Like, and so for that reason, my recommendation would be to not bring someone into your existing group. If you've been going for a little ways, um, you need to you want to protect that group. And again, like you said, these are guiding principles, not hard fast rules. Like that, you know. I hope you always understand from our team. We believe that you know your group best yeah. and what it needs. And so we're not wanting to come and make a decision for you. We just want to help you make the best decision. We want to give you principles to think through. And so I, this is why. I wouldn't recommend it. It's that piece of, man, you've spent time, you've built that trust, and now you're seeing transparency. You've moved from that surface level accountability to deep accountability. And so people are just now getting comfortable. And what happens is you can, when you bring somebody in, it can do a couple things. It can end up, uh, it can kind of reset the clock on that transparency piece. Because, man, I don't know the new person. I don't know this new person. I don't know if I can trust them with these issues. It also can reset the clock on the replication process. It can make it feel like a new group is starting. And if you've been going for six months and this new person comes in, it's like, well, he's not going to be ready to multiply in six months. So maybe we need to go another 12 or maybe we need to go 18. 
And what happens is kind of what you did is you had a, you just added one person yeah. when it, it, you really, if you had waited a few months, you would have multiplied out and you could have not just added one new person to discipleship, but it could have opened the door sure. for many. Yeah. And so I think in my real scenario, I, I want to just kind of come back to it. This, I'm sorry, this hypothetical real scenario. <laughs> I, I, I kind of I, I said, man, I don't really want to do that out of protecting my group. And when I talked with the group about it, they all knew the person. And one of the guys looks and he says, man, I really appreciate you uh, not opening the group back up because this is the first time that I have shared stuff like this ever before. Wow. It was the first time they'd been reading the Bible with other believers. And, and again, accountability is a foreign thing right. it, to new believers, to non-believers. Like it's just not, a, it's not something that everybody does. And so for him, he was just flexing those muscles, if you yeah. will, of accountability and being transparent. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't trust easily. And I feel like I'm just now getting to that point. And if I'm honest, I don't know that guy. And I would have had a hard time sharing what I've been sharing with you guys yeah. if, if he was in that group. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'll uh, take that on the podcast as yeah. a, as a, as a talking really point. That's really good. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> so sure. Uh, I think that's what we're trying to highlight there. And so um, in this hypothetical situation, Julie, <laughs> you have someone who asks you to be in their D group and you have to tell them no. How do you do that to that individual in a loving way that helps that person continue to grow in their spiritual walk? How would you handle that situation? Yeah, I, th I think it wouldn't be a hard and fast no, that I would, I would definitely listen to them and just help them to understand it's not no for forever. Right. It's just not yet because, you know, we live in a world where we want everything instantaneously mm. and we can get most everything instantaneously. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's hard for us sometimes to wait. As a leader, it's hard to wait, especially if it's someone we know, if someone yeah. that's just saying, oh, I want to get. We feel responsible and we feel like, um, you know, if we don't get them in our group immediately, then they're going to suffer. Well, that's putting a lot of pressure on ourselves, first of all, because, right. you know, Jesus didn't take everyone. Yeah, <laughs> he, the 13th disciple, that's that, po right. that poor guy. That's exactly <laughs> right. Um, but he, he was wise in that. And I think the things that you've said already are just so wise in knowing that uh, when you've got a group that has already built trust with one another, it's really hard to bring someone else new. They've mm -hmm. not heard the stories. That's they've right. not heard the um the struggles that you've yeah. had as a group and certainly six months down the road, you're way into it. You know yes. what I'm saying to you? So I, I would just talk to them about that and say, mm -hmm. you know what, we've been meeting a while, we've developed trust and, and we've invested in one another in this group. And so right now is not a great time for someone to enter yeah. our group. Um, but we could talk about, you know, just helping them get involved in life group. If they're not right. in a life group, we want to help them grow. Yeah. So we don't want to just leave them stranded. That's right. You know, so so it, help them find another way or even say, is there another D group, uh, you know, yeah. um, that or someone that you, that would start a D group, you yeah. know, that you could be a part of. Um, and uh, there may be a possibility, you know, for you as a leader to, to meet one-on-one even with that person just to kind of outside the group get to know what's going on That's with right. them and and diagnose kind of what what they might need which That's would right. help you better place them or help them find a place um, where they could grow spiritually yeah that makes sense i mean they're coming to you with a hey can you help they're giving you this kind of how hey i, I want to grow in my relationship in this way and you're and you're saying hey that may not be the way 
in which I can help you grow right now. Right. But I do want to still help you grow. Yeah. You know, and, and you're just, you're still helping them meet what their ultimate need is. Yeah. It's just not maybe in the way that they thought it, what they were initially asking. Um, and I think we've got to be okay with that too. Yeah. And yeah, I think we put guilt on ourselves mm-hmm. for thinking, oh shoot, I failed because I can't help everybody in the no, world. Right. Well, we're not Jesus. Oh man, that's good. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? So really we, we've got to take some of that off of ourselves to go, we, we can, we can do what we can do and God's given us a group. We've already been meeting with them. So let's, let's stay steadfast there. We even yeah. signed a, a commitment. Yeah. Our covenant with one another. That's right. You know, to say that this this is what we would do with one another. So a new person coming in down the road is uh, I don't yeah. I, how did I handle that? Do you think that's wise or not? I, I, I think it's good. It li- it lines up pretty well with the, my my conversation yeah. with my guys. Okay. Well, it was very similar, and I think it, you know if you're hearing us talk through this, and we're given this. Uh, we're given this hypothetical situation. We're talking about, in some ways, we're saying, hey, you need to restrict that person's, uh, you know, into getting in a D group. I, you know, it, it has that feel to it. It feels limiting. We yeah. worry about it. It's like, man, don't we want them to be in a discipleship group? If you feel that tension and that tug, I mean, I, I think that's really normal. Um, and I think, you know, you may be saying, man, I disagree with that. Like, especially I have some good friends who, man, their compassion mm-hmm. and their burden for people. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. I need more of that in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do such a good job at bringing people in. And that's why often, you know, like those people have thriving life groups. Right. But sometimes what can be tough is the commitment level of their D groups or the level of, of transparency in their D groups can suffer sometimes because they always want it to be open and they want to bring people in. And if you're struggling where you kind of like you're, you're having that tension of, man, I don't really like this these guiding principles, right, you know, not right. this hard, fast answer, this rule. Um, if you're struggling with it, here's just a couple of things uh, that I would recommend that you pray on and you think through. Uh, first off, I would say that your D group is not the only environment for people to grow. Yeah. We've got to realize, man, a life group is a great place to grow. Maybe we ask them, hey, why don't you help start contributing in life group? Why don't you take one of the roles, whether it's facilitator or host or coordinator or hangout leader? What You know, we have different ways for you to get more involved in life group. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's in a different D group. Maybe it's just doing the reading plan. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's other ways that people can grow. D group's not the only place. Um, also your D group isn't the only solution you can provide for their desire to grow. And so it's not just D groups are not the only place it's your D group specifically. There's other places. Um, you also, you may not be the person that needs to provide the solution for them. Mm -hmm. This is hard to get, but hard to, to see sometimes, but I think through, um, there was a guy named Troy, and he was walking through a really difficult time in his life. And he came to me, shares his struggles that he's going through, um, and it was some, it was some marital stuff. And I was like, "Man, I'm so sorry. Come, you know, come to Life Group. I want you to uh, hang out." He ends up meeting Kevin, who is going through the same struggles, mm. but was further down the road, who was walking with Jesus. And I got them connected. And because of that, Kevin then launched out of my D group and brought Troy in. Yeah, that's so good. And so, but ultimately, if I had felt the pressure to be the one that met Troy's needs, I I couldn't have related at that level. Right. But because Kevin could, and like they had a connection there instantly. And so sometimes we got to realize, especially if you're like, um, 
if you have a lot of people that are coming to you, it's looking and realize, man, you don't, you can't be the bottleneck for That's everybody. Right. You know, like you've got to look and say, where is somebody else that can help? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that person is better than you would have ever been. Yeah. Um, another one I would say is we need to be careful that helping our future and potential D group members doesn't come at the expense of our current ones. Yeah, we, good. you know, especially the more evangelistic, uh, driven people, people have just a burden for it, a passion. Sometimes we can get so excited and so, uh, burdened by that, f- that, that future disciple that we just, we ignore, we neglect. It comes at the expense of our current yeah. ones. And um, in my situation, that was where I was saying, man, I really care so much about this individual. But also, I got to realize the Lord, the same the, the same God that gave me this person yeah. today, gave me these four men That's six right. months ago. Yeah. And I can't just move on from them. Um, I've got to find a way to do both. I got to care for, for b- both of those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, I say, we need to trust that he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it. Wow, that sounds scriptural. Sounds scriptural, right? Yes. <laughs> Philippians 1 3. And I love it. I love that. So um, I'm sorry, 1 6. And so Philippians 1 6, I love that verse. But what that just reminds me is that, like, man, I need to trust that the Spirit of God's in them and the perseverance of the saints, that That's the Holy right. Spirit's working in them. And what I've got to get away from is, man, if I don't meet this need immediately, they're going to fall off the wagon. Yeah. The truth of the matter is if they're not faithful to take like a step that you give them, like get involved in life group or do the reading plan. Like if you give them an alternative step to grow and they're not faithful to take that step, they weren't going to be faithful enough to do 12 to 18 months with you in the D group. And so we need to just be okay with, I think, as you said, um, not no, but not yet. Yeah. And uh, we need to be okay with that. Is there anything else you would add to that struggle, that tension? Well, I think I would just ask this question. Is there a time ever that it would work where we could invite new people in, do you think? I, I do think so. I think I think there are a, a time where, because again, these are guiding principles, right? And so it's not a no, you can never do it. But I do think there is a, a time. What would you say that is? I'll, I'll put it back on you. Well, I, I agree. <laughs> I do think there's a time, but I think it has to be within the first four weeks yes. if we're going to do it, rather than waiting. Certainly not six months into it. Yeah. You know, um, in the first four weeks, you're trying to get one another to know one another as a group, and and typically, I have uh, group members share their stories so Mm -hmm. those first few weeks are getting to know one another anyway so to add someone right there I think is okay Um, but I think also it's critical that we uh, that was so wise to ask your group what they thought about Mm. it rather than making the decision for them because um, there is that tension of that may not for everyone, that That's may right. not be a comfortable thing. Yeah, that, that, I think if you're going to do it, and I, and I think you've probably heard us today, err on the side of protecting your group yeah. and helping them find a different, so that individual a different solution to grow. Um, but man, if there's a check in your spirit, if there's something you know your group better than we do. Yeah. But to do to make that decision outside of your group. Um, I think that would be unwise talking through with your group and everybody saying, yeah, we're on board. And I think too, you can color in some of those things. Hey, if we do this, this is what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned we're going to lose some trust um, and some transparency. 
um, we're going to lose maybe our timeline is going to reset and we're not going to be ready to multiply. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you guys, do you guys feel that tension? Do you think that this is going to be a negative cause towards that? They don't, they probably don't think to that level. And right. so like, they're probably not thinking about that right. as much. Um, and so you're going to kind of help them really see it on the front end and make the commitment say, man, we're not going to let this affect our transparency, our replication. Um, and so again, that group conversation, I think is huge. Yeah. So should I allow someone to join my D group after it starts? Well, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> no. We give you some guide principles that we would say, be cautious to it. Um, and so, but hopefully this has been helpful for you. You know your group best. And if we can help in any way along the way, please reach out to us. We would love to help you uh, as you kind of answer that question for your group. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. If you are a long hollow group leader, click the link in the show notes to access resources just for you. If you are a church leader and want to receive free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church, click the link in the show notes or visit replicate.org.